I'm Anton Irwin. I am not joined by anybody, uh, as is usually the case for Lakers home games. They end kind of late, uh, and and it's tough to get somebody at this hour. So you're stuck with me. Uh, today's going to be a little bit shorter of a show because <laughs> I've run out of things to say. Right? I mean, the 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 Lakers are now six games back of the Clippers. Uh, they are. Almost as close they are. So they right now they stand at 14 and a half games back of the Golden State Warriors. They are only 16 and a half games ahead of the Phoenix Suns. I would hope that they finish closer to the Warriors or closer to the number one seed than they do the bottom of this uh, conference. Yes, you can go into the 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 you know the benefits of tanking, and the the further down the standings the Lakers fall, the better their chances at whatever better pick. What I I just I can't get myself to care about that. And and you guys are listening to somebody who was the creator of the Team Tank podcast back in the day. I am all for tanking. I just can't wrap my head around it right now. So the way today's show is going to go. We've already talked about who's to blame. Uh, you guys will probably continue to ask about that for the rest of the season. So, you know, I'll get to that when when we get to that. I want to talk. Uh, I, honestly, I just want to get on here and riff a bit. I, I just want to get on here and, and talk about the vibe of watching last night's game against the Clippers, the difference in those two organizations, and, and what is actually notable between those two things. I saw the conversation on the jump. Uh, with Byron Scott and with Rachel Nichols and with Brian Windhorst and and Byron was somehow still blaming the kids. Kids, I mean, I guess if it's your brand, it's your brand. Uh, so it's my brand to continue to shit on Byron Scott. That's what I'll do. Uh, but but for for you know for the purposes of this podcast, uh, section one is probably just going to be me talking about that that game. Segment two is going to be, you know, what what other maybe what small chances, what else might be going on. Uh, and then segment three, I guess I'll try to prepare you guys for the rest of the season and, and what I, I think is probably going to happen. Uh, so we have we still have a ton to get to. I promise I'm going to try to make this interesting as I possibly can. Uh, but unfortunately, a lot of the things that I that that I would be saying, or that a lot of shows are going to be saying tonight or today, uh, I've I've been saying for like six months. <laughs> you know, when we're trying to divide, to uh, to divvy up blame, I, we've been divvying up blame since what? Since when Lonzo went down and and the team started disappointing back then. Like, what 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 point does it do right now? We know who's at blame, right? We know that that the, the the hiring process that led to landing Magic Johnson in the in the predicament that he's in wasn't great. We know that that then doubling down on that strategy for Rob Palenka probably wasn't the the next best step to take from there, especially when you consider Jerry West uh, legitimately wanting to be a part of the organization at the time, right? So we know like who deserves all this blame. 
that that that's kind of boring to me at this point, right? Should be boring to you guys at this point, given the fact that we've been talking about this for for a while now. Uh, so let's talk about that game and and the the differences between the Clippers and the Lakers. And and first and foremost, to me, the thing that was the most striking in watching not just these two teams compete last night. But watching these two teams kind of develop into the teams that they currently are, the organizations that they currently are, the Clippers have a culture. Uh, the the I mean it's it's a flawed culture. It's a it's a petty culture <laughs> almost, right? But it is still a culture. The lake the, the Clippers very much they they have a goal in mind. Their goal is to. Not cha- not not overtake the Lakers for the city, but merely challenge them. Remind everybody that there that there is an organization that isn't that, that isn't just going to skate by on past achievements. Right? They are they are completely rebranding themselves from the floor up, and they are doing so on the margins. Right? They know that you know they 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 have to improve. The peripheries of the organization, if they're going to succeed uh, in in an in an environment that features the Los Angeles Lakers, right? So they've focused on the margins. They try to improve their organizations in that way, and and they're trying to go about things as best they possibly can, given the the constrictions that they are going to have because they are the Los Angeles Clippers. It's admirable really the way that they have gone about things and and you look at the the way that the game played out tonight and or last night and you look at the way that the games uh, between these two teams have gone on and the clippers have made a point of trying to stomp on the lakers whenever possible especially since balmer showed up and that's no i don't think that's a coincidence they've they are really they really have the lakers in their sights and they're they're it seems to me like they're trying to be the anti-Lakers, right? Uh, in, in part because they kind of sort of have to be, and also in part because, well, the Lakers aren't very well run, right? I'd want to be the anti-Lakers. It seems like the entire league is the anti-Lakers league, right? Not and 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 that means a couple things. It's that means that. They are, it seems to me, going out of their way to make things as difficult on the Lakers as they possibly can, which, you know, fine. Uh, those who, who have been annoyed by that, you can continue to be, uh, to remain as such, and, and to a certain extent, rightly so. I think it's annoying that, that these teams are, are, are back-channeling communication to make it so, to, to, to root for teams that are in negotiations against the Lakers. I, I I can understand why people consider that lame, and I, I too consider that lame. But that shouldn't get in the way of the Lakers operating. That's been the case for a really long time. Uh, but you look at the, the Clippers culture, and on top of being the anti-Lakers culture, you look at the, the, the team itself, and a lot of the guys there are bought into this idea of of being proud to be a clipper which is funny it's it's funny that that the lakers have been trying to get uh free agents to be to buy into the idea of being great because they're a laker but 
That hasn't happened. And I think a lot of that has to do with the contractual situation that they've signed these players to. Uh, The Clippers, if you look at their books, now they do have a lot of money coming off in the the years to come. Uh, that's, That's going to remain the case. But it hasn't been just a constant recycling of players and cycling of players. It, there, there have been holdovers uh, even as the team recovers from the the Lob City era, and and the Lakers, meanwhile, like Brandon Ingram right now is is the longest tenured Laker. That's insane. That's unbelievable. He's a third year player. <laughs> The Lakers are this team that that supposedly is is rich in culture and rich in, rich in history and and yet are they? What's their culture right now? Pete asks me all the time, and my response is always, "Well, nepotism. <laughs> That's their culture. That's what they're trying to get people to buy into. Lakers exceptionalism, aka nepotism. That's that's what the Lakers are right now, and it's not working." Uh, and 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 you look at the team that the, that essentially just knocked them out of the playoffs, and and this idea that they have gone about building a culture uh, with the Lakers as the antithesis of that culture, and they're successful in doing so. Uh, it, it it should really be a wake up call to everybody involved with the Lakers. It really should be. We'll see if it is. I'm going to take a quick second here, and when we come back, we're going to just keep on talking through uh, the the all but official. All right, we're back, and uh, and and still kind of reeling. I can't lie. Uh, I'm I'm sure a lot of people were in, anticipating me to to get on here and rant and rave about the shortcomings of of the Lakers. Like I said, I've done that already, man. I've been doing that since before when, when Magic was hired, and and you know it kind of sucks because at the time you get yelled at because you're not a Laker fan because you're not rooting for Magic, and and I've always been rooting for Magic. Anytime I point out anything, even not even just Lakers specific. Like if I don't like somebody who's coming out of college, it's it's it. I hope that I'm wrong about that player. I hope you know more often than not. I hope that I'm right, and 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 I I hope to like more players than I dislike coming out of college. But for the most part, if there are holes in somebody's game, I hope that that player proves me wrong and either a fills those holes or b. Uh, th- those those concerns wind up being less of an issue than than I thought at the time. It's the same thing with the Lakers. I was hoping, uh, or I, I had noticed an error in or a, a flaw in the process that led to the decisions that that got the Lakers eventually to here. Right? It was easy to see how how Magic's hiring was going to backfire. It was easy to see how. Heading into a season with Luke Walton, basically coaching for his his life, his career, right from essentially the get go. Uh, remember, the, ten games in, he was called in and berated. Apparently, so he this this situation was untenable almost right from the get go. Uh, there were very obvious ways that this could this could go wrong, and 
it did, right? It, it essentially did. I hope to be wrong. I wasn't. Uh, so this idea that I was going to hop on here and get all angry and yell and cuss and scream, like, honestly, it's I've reached that point of acceptance that this is how the Lakers season is going to turn out. And, you know, while it's probably best for the Lakers to, uh, to, to try to, I guess, tank and, and lose as many games as they can and try to improve their draft status heading into, into this offseason, while that, that, you know, obviously has value, uh, I, I, it's, it's still, I still feel like the Lakers have to try to end the season on something of a positive. It, I would put it this way, and I've said this a few times over the course of this season as it looked more and more likely that the Lakers were probably going to dis- to disappoint. The Lakers headed into the season with goals in mind. Obviously, it looks like they're going to fall short in terms of win total, in terms of uh, playoff success, the playoffs at all. Obviously, those things are, are probably going to fall short. Where their role, where their goals could still work out, though, is if they find a way to continue to build up the perception of the organization itself. Right now, it's in it's in the basement, man. It's it's in the basement, and the water heater has exploded. There's a bunch of water down there. That that, that whole basement is flooded, and the Lakers just kind of trudging around in their own muck, right? And and I would hope, you know, and, and while it makes a lot of sense for the Lakers to tank and try to improve the assets that that have anything to do with the draft, while it, it that obviously makes sense organizationally, the Lakers do have to continue to work to improve their perception. And right now, like I said, their perception is is pretty negative all around. So you got to hope that Lonzo Ball returns at some point this offseason. Like if he doesn't return at all. Right, unless unless it's one of those things where the Lakers say, you know, we're just going to shut him down. Uh, he isn't healthy right now. There's no guarantee he's going to be healthy. Maybe you you allow him to get his surgery uh, now rather than in the off season. Should it should it get to a point where you know once again, like like we saw with his knee, where his knee maybe if it hit a snag or or it didn't quite progress to the point where they wanted it to, and eventually he wound up, Lonzo wound up needing to get surgery heading into the season, or or surgery that wound up impacting the way that he was able to prepare for the season. Like, maybe take care of those kinds of concerns before it gets to that point where it impacts next year too, right? I would understand that if that was something that the Lakers chose to do, but... If he is able to make enough progress, I'd like to see him back on the court and and end end the season on on as much of a high as he possibly can. Brandon Ingram was playing incredible basketball before he got hurt or before he had to sit out last night's game uh, with right shoulder soreness. Uh, maybe get him back on the court and see if he can carry out that trend so that he's seen in something close to the same light as 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 Jason Tatum who. By the way, like Jason Tatum's going to be allowed to or is going to have the opportunity to thrive in the postseason once again. Uh, the Lakers need one of either Lonzo or Ingram 
to show enough to make up for that lack of an opportunity. So that's going to be important. Even if you're thinking it from, even if you're thinking of both those guys, just from a an asset type of mindset, uh, they're going to miss out on an opportunity here. It looks like, and they need to make up for it at the end of this regular season, if if at all possible that they can. Uh, the other guys across the roster, Kyle Kuzma. Now we'll see how his ankle looks. Uh, he turned it midway through the fourth quarter, and that was a bummer to see too. Uh, but he's another guy who, you know, had his ups and downs during the season and looked to be playing pretty well. And I would hope that you know, at at some point, my my biggest hope here is that we do get a glimpse of of what could have been. Now, I think the damage has been done to the locker room that. Even if literally everybody just magically heals, that that you know I don't think they'll look as good as they did back when they were challenging in that in that four or five spot in the Western Conference. There's just been too much damage, not just in terms in terms of the obvious chemistry issues, but the roster itself is is arguably not as good as it was back then. Uh, the Lakers have serious holes once again at the center spot, and they're thinking about adding Marcin Gortat. Great. It's just another wash center whose best ability is to get in the way of people and set screens. But, you know, and, and Reggie Bullock is a legitimate addition. Uh, and, and, and there are ways for, for this, this season to, to finish on a positive, And that's really what I want to see here. Uh, I, again, there will be plenty of time. If the Lakers lose maybe a few more games, I'll, I'll start to really wrap my head around the idea of tanking and, and continuing to improve the organization that way. But I, it's just, while I have accepted that this is how the Lakers season is going to go and that it looks like we are once again going to miss out on, on watching the Lakers in the playoffs, I still can't quite wrap my head around this idea that it's time to start rooting for losses. I thought that was behind us, and I'm not quite ready. Even me being the guy who was Team Tank podcast and all that, uh, th- that's not how this season was supposed to go. And as as I haven't quite accepted that... Here I am. We're going to take another quick second, though, and and I guess we'll look ahead to, you know, if the Lakers do start to lose a bunch, how they can handle that. And, and man, I can't. <laughs> Apparently, we're gonna, I'm going to have to start caring about college basketball. And we're back. And and look, I'm, I'm I'm sorry to those of you who are listening to this, and and maybe you wanted me to get on here and and rant and rave and yell and stuff like that. I just I'm tired, man. And it's not even like I was tired <laughs> from Sunday for Sunday show or the show that I recorded Sunday, and that was because I, I I moved all day that day. This was this is a different kind of tired. I I I really had. So Harrison and I talked about this for the Lake Show or, or that episode of, of the Lake Show, and, and I did a little bit more ranting and raving there. But again, I, I allowed him to take most of the, the time to, to do his ranting and raving. And, and my thing is, it, this has been such a disappointing season, not just from the standpoint of the, the, the way that the season literally went and, and it being literally frustrating because of that, but from the standpoint of the people who were involved, right? Like, I, 
I was I'm I'm still rooting heavily for Magic because he's Magic Johnson. I'm still rooting heavily for 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 Jeannie Buss because she's Jeannie Buss. Uh, I think it's really important that a woman succeeds in in this role that she's in this opportunity that she's been given. Uh, I, I I think it's really important that Magic Johnson, a former player, is is successful in this role because you know I don't want to head in towards a league where it's all MIT guys and 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 there's only one background that that is an okay background to to operate with. Like that, that's not that's not a league I I, I particularly want to root for. W- one thing that's been nice about professional sports is that you see guys have, or guys and and, and girls and, and women from the WNBA. You see these people uh, mature in in an on court capacity and and mature as a human being over the course of their playing career. And it's nice to be able to then watch them thrive. Or some of them thrive as as some type of executive if given the opportunity, and if more and more players or former players are as publicly awful in in their roles in the way that Magic has been to this point, then that means that's that's one fewer way for for people to get there and 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 you know once these these people once they're done with their playing career we basically have to say goodbye to them all together unless they want to go on TV and stuff like that like that's that's a really that's a bleak future that's a bummer right it's a bummer and 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 especially this being magic like it's especially a bummer because he's seen as one of the most successful players post playing career in the history of professional sports right so I, I i'm i'm still rooting for magic i hope that you know this organization does figure figure it out and and it's for a pretty simple reason really i i not only do i care about this team as a laker fan not only do i care about like i, I have a kid on the way i have some of my fondest memories were Watching the Lakers and 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 not just watching the Lakers with my dad, but with my grandparents, with with my extended family in El Paso and 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 all over the country. Uh, watching the Lakers with with teammates of those basketball teams and other sports teams that I played with at the time. Uh, I played a lot of pickup basketball when I was at, at at Cal State Fullerton and. And getting to talk to all those guys and throw out our hot takes about before Twitter uh, about who was better at the time and 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 why the Lakers were going to win it all that year. Like these are these are legitimate memories that I'm always going to have and I'm always going to cherish. And and I know everybody listening to that has their own version of their, those memories as well. And and I want to be able to pass those things on. Right, I want to be able to when when my either son or daughter is born, be able to pull them aside or, or have them creep into into in, back into the living room or back into bed if if we're watching a Laker game from late at night and it's past their bedtime but it's overtime and and I know school is 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 a priority and 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 we're all going to be dragging the next day but 
But I remember distinctly crawling back into my parents' room and 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 watching and and sneaking in there and and hoping that my mom and dad would allow me to continue to watch when even though I had school. And I, I want to be able to pass those memories along. And I and I know those of you who are listening right now, you know, there's all kinds of ages that are listening to the show right now. Uh, I want I want you guys to be able to do that. Not just you know if you have if you hope to one day have kids. If you don't hope to have one one day have kids. If if you currently have kids. If your kids have kids. Whatever the situation might be. Like I want to be able to to share these things uh, with with those I care about. And and I don't know, man. Like this season has made me almost ashamed to be able to do that. Like it's it's been taxing. It's been so it's been so damn borderline depressing to to watch the way that this season has gone down. Not just from a basketball product standpoint, but but organizationally, the Lakers aren't very they aren't the type of team that I really want to root for. You know, I, I want to root for the team that that sets the precedent, that that pushes the sport forward, not the team that that holds the sport the, the, that holds the sport back because traditions demand that they do so. That's not that's the the, the situation that we're they're he, that we're heading towards right now is is that latter one and 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 it'd be a real bummer if that if that's how things turned out. So, you know, maybe in the shows to come, I'll I'll. I'll I apparently invest myself in into these prospects and and I'll bring on guests who can tell you about guys that Lakers fans can get excited about and and types of players that the Lakers and 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 the Lakers fans can get get excited about but for tonight I just I'm not ready to get there. And and look, here's hoping that Somehow the Clippers, the Spurs, and the Kings all start losing, and the Lakers go on a bit of a streak, and and Kyle Kuzma's ankle isn't that bad, and and Brandon Ingram's shoulder isn't that bad, and Lonzo Ball's ankle makes enough progress over the next few days that the next update isn't a a the 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 kind of update where we'll get another update in another week. You know, maybe maybe all those things actually do take place, and and the Lakers somehow rally despite everything being against them right now. Uh, you know, weirder stuff has happened. Apparently, I mean, hell, I have this career, so we know that we know that miracles happen. Uh, but but for now, I I I can't get myself to to yell and scream and 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 rant and rave about about a team that. Honestly, I'm too disappointed to do that in. Uh, I'm, I, I, I've, I've reached that point, and, and we all know that. We've all had that moment with somebody we care about where they say, you know what, I wish I was mad, uh, but I can't get myself to be mad. I'm more disappointed. Like you, you, you hear that, and you feel that, that punch to your gut. That's, I hope somebody important with the Lakers hears that and gets that same punch to the gut chances are slim to none and and definitely closer to none than slim but i hope somebody i hope i hope the lakers organization heard the fans booing the the team as they walked off the court fans were right to boo this season was bullshit uh but you still have to figure out a way to move forward and and maybe in the shows to come and, and definitely in the shows to come i'll find a way to do that and I'll find a way to, to make it interesting for you guys to listen to us do that. Uh, but for now, 
uh, I guess this is me signing off. Uh, this is the end of, of, of today's episode of the Locked On uh, Lakers podcast. So have a great rest of your day. Make somebody else's, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.